To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Remain Seated, Please. Hello, everybody. I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Susie. And I'm Anthea. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? This is another top five list of our top five Disney Parks characters. So these are characters you can find in the parks, in the attractions, but not characters you would wait in line to take a picture of or get their autograph. Yeah, so we're not counting the classic uh, animated characters like, uh, you know, Snow White or Pinocchio, but you can choose them inside their attractions. You just can't choose the walk-around characters. And maybe it's something you like how it's designed, or you like how technically advanced it is, or something like that. You like a voice that it makes. Something that, at least for me, when I chose my list, I wrote a list of probably 15 things down, but as I went to mark which were my top five they elicited this like visceral reaction from me where i was like yes that is the parks if i think of a disney park this is one of the things i think of sounds good who wants to start and i should also note that while we do have that great system that we worked out before with our top five things this seems to have way too many things i don't think we'll have too much overlap i don't think so either. maybe with a couple but not enough, I think, that would have uh, uh, garnered us doing that system for this one. But it will make a return. All right. So <laughs> let's begin. Should I go first? Sure. For me, my number five Disneyland character comes from the Disneyland Railroad. And it has to be one of the dinosaurs. I love the dinosaurs. And my favorite of the dinosaurs is the Brontosaurus that's munching on the leaf. And there's the one that's below it trying to reach for him. Quiet now, as we travel back in time. Back to the fantastic primeval world. Land of the dinosaurs. I just love that. The whole brontosaurus scene, I love the aesthetic setup of the whole thing. It just looks so good. And I love the way his jaw moves. It's not just up and down. It has a nice little mm. rounded crunch like, like, like a real person would something. chew. <laughs> you want some of that swamp grass? You're like, oh, yeah. can I have some? He's chewing some cud. <laughs> yeah. Acacia. That's a really good one. That's yeah. Really but I mean, I one. love all those dinosaurs, but the brontosaurus is my favorite of those guys. Nice. And uh, I still call it a brontosaurus, even though I guess it's the patasaurus. Oh, yeah. What are they renaming dinosaurs all of a sudden? Well, I guess. For a few years. But it'll always be a brontosaurus to me. <laughs> so that's mine. Very nice. Shall we go around the horn? And sure. Thea? Sure. Uh, my number five is the donkey from Pirates of the Caribbean. The one that is right behind the singing trio in the Burning ah, City. Yes. 
I love that donkey and I always listen to him <laughs> and the animation of him is so great when um, there's a part in the song where he really lets out this like <laughs> mule bellow thing and he kind of like he closes his eyes a little bit and stretches his little <laughs> neck and I know it's just like the head part of him but I really love that donkey Do you imagine that he's like really good friends with the dog too? I do. I, I imagine they're pals. <laughs> I imagine, yeah, that actually would make a lot of sense. I imagine he really feels that song and mm-hmm. is just like, mm-hmm. it's coming from a deep place for him. Do you think he's related to the donkey in the auction scene that's working? Mm, no. Mm. <laughs> no, I think he's too happy. Yeah, he also <laughs> seems a lot bigger than yeah. you know, that donkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when he was gone for like a couple of years? Mm-hmm. That was but sad. his music was still there. Yeah. Well, his well, or his, his voice was his voice, wasn't it? I don't know. Or Sometimes maybe I feel just... like they're pretty good at turning off. But it also wasn't it only in the last maybe fifteen years that each individual animatronic got its own voice or no? Am no, I they've they've always had they've always okay. had their own speaker and would turn off when a certain animatronic uh-huh. was gone. But Inthia went recently when the guy with the cats was missing and his voice was still working. Yeah, weird. He I guess has that's been. sort of a weird section not to have anything going on though. Yeah. yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> wait, wait, but we're talking about the donkey. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, love the donkey. donkey, donkey, donkey. I wonder if he has a name. Hmm. Lampwick. No. <laughs> oh, he ended up there? <laughs> Poor little guy. What does he think I look like? A jackass? <laughs> David. All, All right, right, David, so number five. My number five is uh, still at Disneyland in Fantasyland on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It's Mr. Winky. <laughs> <laughs> I love Winky. Stop! Are we all the way to Nottingham? To Beanyham? To Buckingham? Or any hand you have the sea? I've always thought he was so funny, like the way he's like tossing the beers around. And... Uh, uh, he's from the uh, Ichabod and uh, Mr. Toad double feature DVD that you can get. Uh, is it The Wind in the Willows? Is that the name? Well, it's of called it? The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's the villain in that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, Winky's great. But he's so joyful in the ride. I know. <laughs> and I like how he's like, oh, here I go. And just like is descending <laughs> behind the bar. Yeah, and the, and the beer glasses are just floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Doing little somersaults. I just love his face and everything about it. <laughs> I love that handlebar mustache. That's that that really sells it, I think. For that him. makes him a good uh, bartender. That's right. He could only be a bartender in the gay '90s with a handlebar <laughs> mustache like that. And you know what's well, <laughs> you know what's funny is in Wreck It Ralph, the bartender uh, would Tapper. Oh yeah, he, he looks, like, looks just like him. He looks like Mario. He, he does. He looks like Mario and Mr. Winky had a had a baby. <laughs> and let it, let's make a footnote that neither of us say Mario. It is Mario Brothers. Oh, Super Mario Brothers. That's what Lewis Tully says. <laughs> well, so that's Mr. Winky as my number five. Susie? My number five, I'm going to pick in Walt Disney World's uh, Florida Castle in the main area where you meet uh, Cinderella and Prince Charming. If you look up in the corner with the coat of... Coat of arms? Coat of arms, yeah. yeah. Um, there's this really small little detail um, that I'm sure... 95% of people miss. Um, but there's a little Gus and Jacques up there just kind of talking and watching in on everything going down below. And I think it's really cute. Are they, do they look like they're real or are they like stone, like statue? No, they look like they're really up there, like oh. Oh, that's so cute. observing. Yeah, it looks like they're eavesdropping on the yeah. photo op, basically. They're yeah. like, oh, look. 
She's Aww. doing great. That's so cute. <laughs> Poor Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, they're very small and it's easy to miss, but I caught it. It's hard to photograph them, though, because it's dark in there. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, they're just fun. That's awesome. That, um, they, the characters mean a lot. Anytime there's Cinderella anything, I'm all about it. So yeah. we have, like, in our bedroom, I have one of those, like, Jim Shore mm-hmm. Um and it's the tea, it's the little teacup with Jack and Gus like oh. spilling out of it. All right, so then let's move on to my number four. My number four also comes from the Magic Kingdom of Disneyland, and it originally premiered at the New York World's Fair, and that is Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. The world has never had a a good definition of the word liberty. Can you imagine such a wonderful animatronic being made in the early days of animatronic technology? No. (laughs) People thought he was so real that people could have sworn that he jumped off the balcony and shook their hand. (laughs) But a little interesting fact about uh, Mr. Lincoln. Do do you remember what the pavilion was built nearby at New York World's Fair? No. No. Apparently there is like a ball bearing pavilion and kids would throw their ball bearings at the animatronic and they had oh. to Oh my gosh. Yeah, they like had to stop giving those out. Yeah, that's lame. And and also early on he had an accident and leaked oil. I do remember that. Uh, I remember. Or leaked hydraulic fluid. Leaked hydraulic fluid. Which was was, red. Which was red. (laughs) So they had to change the color for all that. Now, was that at the World's Fair that it leaked, or was that at Disneyland? I think it was at the World's Fair. Oh, okay. I'm not positive. Because isn't it like also he's like doubled over and continued doing the speech? Well, that's the video online. Oh, I didn't know there was video. Yeah. The video, but that's not him being red, right? That's yeah, him that's just failing him. in the. That's him like falling backwards, and there's one of him going like this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lincoln. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Lincoln is one of my favorite attractions, one of my favorite animatronics, and I haven't seen the updated Hall of Presidents yet. But the Abe Lincoln in that looks incredible. The voiceover isn't my favorite, but. The animatronic looks incredible in that. Better than the Disneyland one, actually. Um, But the Disneyland one is my favorite because of the voiceover attached with it by Royal Dano. All right, Anthea, let's hear your number four. My number four is... I'm going to call her this because I don't know what her actual name is. But the Foxy Scientist from Mm, Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Who is also (laughs) based off of the Hidden Figures uh, women, but she's much more 60s than Mm -hmm. like 50s. Um, But I love her so much. And the first time that we went on Spaceship Earth, I remember seeing her, her glorious tights and that beautiful afro. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So um, she's my number four. Does anybody know who designed her? I don't don't know who designed her, but she appeared in the 2007 refurbishment. So she did not exist before. She, the, the, the animatronic existed in the, remember there's, there's a scene of the guy recording a, a uh, radio show from like the 1940s. Mm -hmm. She was in the booth with him. Like they were doing a radio play and she was dressed like in 1930s or 40s. And then when they did the big refurbishment, they pulled her out of there and redressed her. Neat. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty neat. 
Yeah, I love her. Love her a lot. Yeah, she's great. All right, number four, David. Number four for me is at Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom in New Fantasyland. I like breaking it down like this to get you guys. Uh, <laughs> <Enhance>. <laughs> where are we? Enhance. Where are we? Yeah, <laughs> zoom in, enhance. Um, uh, it's at Enchanted Tales with Belle, the Lumiere uh, puppet. He's a puppet, but it, it looks like an animatronic, and it, it just looks like... No, it's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> In the meet-and-greet area where they do a show, there's a Lumiere on the shelf, and I believe he's a puppet, because if he's an animatronic, it's the most fluid, amazing animatronic you've ever seen. He Isn't is. there one here? Yeah. What? At the at the where a uh, fantasy fair they have him like in the corner. Yeah, when they do the Beauty and the Beast one, I believe one pops oh, out. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen the Beauty and I the Beast. I feel like one. we've it seen was... Tangled a ton. Yeah. Oddly enough, Beauty and the Beast is the only one I've seen. I've seen that a few <laughs> times and I believe he pops out for a hot second. Wow. Mm. But yes, he is he is a puppet. He's okay. great. He's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one yeah, of my he's favorite. A great one. I couldn't believe when I saw him that and the mirror and everything. That's such a great attraction. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I thought of a lot of those. So then, what's your number four? Um, I'm gonna go with Roz from the Monsters Inc. ride. Oh yeah. Young man in the first row. Make sure you get my good side. I just like her. I love that it's one of those um, things that are still kind of interactive, and that she kind of addresses people in the car yeah um i just think it's fun hey you in the hat and i love ross <laughs> yeah. She's so i sassy. wish we did more stuff like that like I, we wrote on star tours the other day and there's the patrick warburton droid that talks mm-hmm. to people yeah and yeah i could have sworn he was talking one. directly to people mm-hmm. but i don't it's just funny things that are pretty generic enough that it would apply to anybody standing in front of him remember the one they had at D23 of the fortune teller how great that was no um, that sounds familiar but I think it, was at a more, it wasn't at the first D23 right no it was a guy who looked like a fortune teller with like a goatee and, and a white mustache and it was like a guy's real hand that would be his oh. hand but he would talk to you and and have a full on conversation and it was very elaborate I remember that little peg leg bird yeah. That was at that Pirates thing we went to. Oh, I remember that. Oh, that was over at the Big Thunder Ranch. Oh. <laughs> moment of silence. A moment of, if we could have a moment of silence. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> you little dickens. Bye. All right. Uh, my number three is my first one from Walt Disney World. Specifically, Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's Rod Serling in the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Tonight's story in the Twilight Zone is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. This, as you may recognize, is a maintenance service elevator, still in operation, waiting for you. Did you mean Rob Sterling? (laughs) (laughs) His name is Rod Serling. No T. It's not Sterling. It's Serling. Got it. Friend of the show, Mark Silverman, does the voice of Rod Serling in <laughs> oh, the so attraction. Oh, so the voice is what you're uh, referring to. Well, and the uh, his appearance in, oh, the, ra- okay. in the ride. Oh, uh, yeah. Or I guess he technically kind of appears twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think having... It's a great narration anyway, having this narration take you through this incredible attraction. But it's just such great Disney magic 
bring someone back to life. That's right. You know, he died 20 years before the ride opened. And all of a sudden, there he, he brought is. somebody back to life. Dis- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, it's such a ma- magical moment when you see Rod Serling brought back to life through the wonders of voiceover and editing and yeah. sound and all that. What was your number five? The Brontosaurus. Oh, okay. So Brontosaurus brought back to life by Disney. Abraham Lincoln brought back to life by Disney. Rod Serling brought back to <laughs> life by theme. Disney. <laughs> well, there's definitely a theme. Love it. Yeah. Well, it's all okay. great. Yeah. So far, everything's been a real person, including that Brontosaurus. <laughs> That's right. Hank <laughs> was his name. Was Never forget. <laughs> well, he's, a, he's a people. <laughs> That's a people. <laughs> All right, so Rod Serling is my number three. What's your number three at the end? My number three is also from Disney World. Um, and I thought you were going to go this direction also, but you didn't. But I feel like maybe we'll have him together on our list. But it's Big Al from the Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, that's a great one. There was blood on the sand. Do you know how hard it was to narrow it down to Big Al from the Country Bear Jamboree? I love so everyone <laughs> from the Country Bear Jamboree. Your top Jamboree. five could have been everybody. From yeah, my top five was I thought just, for sure it would have been Trixie. And so I really thought about it, but I laugh harder every time with Big Al, especially at the end where everyone else is trying to get their really happy songs off the ground, and he's just talking about blood on a saddle. <laughs> I think he's just so funny. Um, but then almost the Sunbonnet Trio almost took it over. And then the ones who sing the song, Every Guy That Turns Me On Turns Me Down, <laughs> which is hilarious for a children's theme park of three <laughs> uh, very young bears in bonnets to be singing. Um, but I really had to go with Big Al because he's just so great. Yeah, that's a great one. I... I think Big Al would be my favorite of the country bears. I think even you really love liver lips. I do love liver lips, but I've realized it's not liver lips in the ride. It's the walk around liver lips I love. I, uh, why are they different? I don't know, but I think he looks better as a walk around character. Like, I he has too. this weird shaggy hair yeah, in the ride. Yeah. Wes got to meet him outside, and then I was like, oh, who was that? And I had to Google it, but I was Googling inside the attraction i was like no 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 it took me forever to realize that they're just they just look different in the attraction than they do walking around yeah, i just love those sexy lips on <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all right david number three my number three is from pirates of the caribbean and i suppose he's in many pirates of the caribbeans but obviously my ties are to uh the disneyland version and it's the skeleton helmsman in the storm scene with the lightning. Dead men tell no tales. That's Good great. Uh, yeah, he's one of my favorites. I, I can't ride the attraction without trying to time a photograph perfectly. Doesn't matter how many times I've gotten the photograph. I don't look at him anyway. I just want the new one <laughs> next time I look at it. <laughs> Uh, and I even have a great snow globe of him. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, he's one of my favorites, too. I love that skeleton. He's in... Uh, Four of the technically five Pirates of the Caribbeans. The, mm. you know, the, the fifth one's the uh, one that's more like the movie. Uh, in Paris, they 
shoved a Barbosa in front of him, so he kind of oh, lost right. his spotlight. The, but the new Barbosa <laughs> oh, uh, really? animatronic, yeah. Yeah. which does look like a neat animatronic. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's a great one. I and think he's and very- there are rumors that he is a real skeleton, but I don't know if I believe those. Oh, rumors. really? I thought the rumor was the skull above uh, the in the um, head. Yeah, that of the, that uh, one is the is the biggest rumor, and I okay. believe that one to be true. Uh, I mean, at, at one time, I think they were all real skeletons. So mm. who knows? <laughs> when? Wow, it's just a house of horrors. Yeah, that's my number three. Love him, Susie. My number three is actually from Pirates as well. All right, it's the dog with the key He's in great. the jail scene. Yeah, belay that talk. We want the keys, not the monkey swab. I just like him. Iconic. He's fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's hilarious because I we have dogs and I mean sometimes you just want them to do something and they just don't <laughs> do it. Um, so I don't know. It just embodies a spirit of animals that I think I really appreciate. Plus, I mean they don't deserve the key anyway. But here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sport has about a nice juicy bow. Or say grab his ears. <laughs> I don't have a quote. Do <laughs> the whistle. I can't whistle. <laughs> um, so I like him. Yeah, he's, he's a great number one. Three. He's a cute little mutt. <laughs> I feel like there was a time when that was like almost Disneyland's logo was the dog with the keys. The logo. Like I just feel like every time somebody mentioned Disneyland or there was Disneyland advertising, there was that scene. Well, it is probably the most famous scene of uh, the best ride ever made. Well, my number two. This was this was a tough one because this could easily be my number one, but it's the ghost host of the haunted mansion. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) But yeah, the ghost host of the Haunted Mansion, the greatest single voiceover performance in all of Disneyland. Now that is true. It's so good. There's, without the ghost host, it's, it's... not nearly as great as it would be. And without Paul Freeze as the ghost host, it wouldn't be nearly as great as it is. For instance, if you listen to the old Haunted Mansion record, there's um, uh, it stars uh, Ron Howard, and they go and visit the Haunted Mansion. But the ghost host was not Paul Freeze because they recorded this before Paul Freeze uh, did his narration. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. I am your host. Your ghost host. I don't see a way out. There are no doors, not even a window. It was um, Peter Renaday, who's a great uh. voiceover guy, and it's a it's a unique ghost host, but mm-hmm. it's it's not the same level as Paul Freeze. His was just perfect, and it makes the haunted mansion one of the best attractions ever created. Agreed. Next. Oh. Um, my number two is also from the Haunted Mansion. Um, it is Madame Leota. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween. Awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Um, I love her. I love um, everything about her. I think she's great. I really love little Leota as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really love Madame Leota. Um, I liked her upgrade of the floating head, um, but I also really liked when it was just stationary as well. Mm-hmm. I like Madame Leota, honestly, in all forms. Yeah, 
pretty much any <laughs> incarnation of Madame Leota, I'm just 100% for. I like the tombstone of her outside um, in Disney yes, World. Yeah. I love her um, in I, everywhere. So Leota Tombs is the voice or the face? The face. I feel so deceived that it's not one person. And the voice is... Little Leota is one face and one voice. Yeah. Ah. Which, um, but... Uh, the voice is Eleanor Oddly. Oddly, who is the voice of Maleficent, mm. uh, Lady Tremaine, um, and pretty much any amazing, just horrible <laughs> woman of a voice. Her voice is yeah. just so great. Yeah, so Madame Leota, that's a great one. Yeah, I love her. I love yeah. her a lot. David? My number two is the Hatbox Ghost in The Haunted Mansion. The Hatbox Ghost Return was such an epic reveal. Everyone was so excited. There was so much. Uh, I heard Walt Disney World really, really wanted it. And there was a one-year moratorium that they were like, no, it's only going to be, it's going to at least be exclusive to Disneyland for one year. Now, obviously, that's passed, and they, they still don't have it at Walt Disney World. But I don't really care because he's here, and we get to see him all the time. He's an amazing effect. He uses the same effect technology uh, as the disappearing totem at uh, uh, Tower of Terror in Tokyo. Uh, where his face, y- you can sit there, you're three feet from him, stare him in the eye, and watch his face disappear, and you don't know where it went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such an amazing effect technologically. His lore, I, I think, I mean, it, imagine how if Disney had, they couldn't have pre-planned it, and they didn't, but imagine they did. They were like, let's put something in the attraction for two weeks before it opens, remove it before the ride actually opens, and then build up all this lore of it for 50 years, and then we'll put him back. Um, but, I mean, that's what happened, and I, I think that just made it so exciting. Yeah, and part of the lore was that Haunted Mansion record I was telling you about because they talk about the head mm-hmm. disappearing oh. in a hat box. And it's actually like, really good. You guys have never heard it? He was a cloaked figure with an evil grinning face. A hat box hung from his hand. With each beat of his bride's heart, his head disappeared from his body and appeared in the hat box. Hold the candles. I'll try to open this window. But it's yeah. so funny also because it's Ron Howard and it just sounds like Ron Howard. It does. Oh my gosh! What's that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that Why well, was that? That was pretty good Ron Howard. Yeah, that was. It's pretty bang on. <laughs> Didn't expect it. Um, uh, I actually just got a Facebook message the other day and somebody was like, wait, the Hatbox Ghost is back? <laughs> he didn't know and he was very excited. Oh. Yeah, the Hatbox Ghost is a wonderful addition. One of my favorite new things that they put in there. Susie? Same. Really? You're number two? Mm-hmm. All right. That's awesome. Very nice. Do you have anything else to add about it? No, not really. I just think it's really good. Do you um, like his laugh? I do. It scares Wes a little bit. <laughs> I think it's Paul Freese's laugh, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I just like everything about it. I like its location. I do sometimes wish it was... I feel like sometimes you miss. You can miss the effect. The only thing that I don't like as much about the location is when you go out on the balcony and see all the ghosts rising. You kind mm. of miss that now a little bit. Mm. I really enjoyed that we all have Haunted Mansion as our number two, something <laughs> from the Haunted Mansion. That's right. I just think it's great. Shall we move on? Let's hear it. The number, number one. one. My number one. Can you guys guess what my number one is? Uh, oh. The auctioneer. <laughs> it's not the auctioneer. 
it would have been if he hadn't changed. Let me. Uh, if they didn't change him last year, it would have been my number one. <laughs> okay, I feel Johnny like a, Depp in the end of Pirates <laughs> Caribbean. Steven Tyler's voice <laughs> doing the countdown specifically. One. I should have thought that. <laughs> so I should have picked the rock and roller coaster narrator. All right, guys, get set. I would <laughs> honestly, if I had really thought this through. My number one is from Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. but it's I've asked there. It be to after course, mateys, and there be plundering pirates lurking in every cove, waiting to board. It's the talking skull. Now, the reason it's the talking skull is because it sets up perfectly what's going to come. The best ride ever made. <laughs> I just I just love it. It's a perfect voiceover by Ex Atencio, who wrote the attraction. He wasn't even a voiceover guy, and it's such a great voiceover. It sounds so good. Um, I preferred the way he looked before the 2006 refurbishment, where... Um, he had an eye patch, and they kind of they put like a jewel on his uh, bandana, like uh, Jack Sparrow. Like Jack Sparrow. Yucca Sparrow. He still he still looks <laughs> he still looks great, but I prefer the original look a little bit more. But he is my favorite Disney character, and I even have a replica of him in my living room as we speak right now. Yeah. That's a really great one. Yeah. What's your number one, Anthea? I love him so much. Um, my number one, I can't really. There are birds of a feather, so they're all together. <laughs> it's uh, my boys, the Three Caballeros, mm. at the end of the Grand Fiesta Tour. Mm. I feel like they embody a lot of things. Their look of them reminds me of um, it's a small world, even though it's not directly it's a small world. There's something about it that's very reminiscent the of whole it. Ride. Yeah. And um, I remember commenting to Robert our second to last trip there that that area really needed something because it was the it was just a video before mm. um and then like two or three weeks later they put in these animatronics and I was looking forward to seeing them our next visit and I, they just brought such a smile to my face <laughs> and we rode so many times and I was just um I would watch them all individually and they all have their own little quirks even though it's pretty simple movements but um i really love donald duck and like his little all of them all three of them but do you remember the history of those animatronics they came from a different attraction mm-hmm. oh um from a different disney park no well i think it was originally in disney world and if i remember it got moved to tokyo mm-hmm. and then closed but it was the mickey mouse review which was dozens of it was dozens of Disney classic characters as in animatronic form and an animatronic Mickey Mouse would conduct them in singing songs so were they the three caballeros or do they have new skins they were the three caballeros oh okay Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah yeah yeah. so they came here um, to Disney World and now they have a place there as well as a place in my heart (laughs) they're so cute they're wonderful so much all right, David, yeah. what's your number one? So my number one is Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> Who no in the way. world is Sunny Eclipse? <laughs> Sunny Eclipse is at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, which is in Tomorrowland where, uh, I mean, really kind of where Tomorrowland meets Fantasyland. Whoa, hello. 
For you Earthlings just joining me, I'm Sunny Eclipse, bringing you the sunny side of entertainment from Unork City on the planet Zork. He is a lounge act animatronic that does, his loop is about a half hour, 45 minutes long, and uh, he does really cheesy jokes. <laughs> he, uh, it's basically like being, what? I can't imagine that Chuck E. Cheese's is as good as you remember as it was as a kid. Mm-hmm. This is as good as you remember Chuck E. Cheese being <laughs> as a kid. Um, the song like McDonald's when they had the Moon Man. Animal yes, <laughs> yeah, Mac Tonight. Um, so yeah, it's it's very charming. I love everything about it. He has his own Instagram account. Sunny Eclipse. He does. he does. I mean, I think it's just some fan runs it, but of it's course. terrific. I didn't think it was official. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were. Uh, yeah, I kind of love. He's just this weird IP that exists nowhere but in this restaurant at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. I think that one of the overseas parks has a redressed Sunny Eclipse. I believe. Like an older Sunny Eclipse animatronic and they moved him over there to dress him up as something? Yeah. Hmm. Like it's like it's like not Sunny Eclipse, but it's like his sister. Is, he, <laughs> is it oh, is it a woman? I'm trying to remember oh. as I'm saying it, but I'm fairly In an attraction certain. or as sort of the same role? I think sort of the same role, maybe. Huh. Maybe. Did you know about a year ago they came out with a sunny sunny eclipse facts on the Disney Parks blog? No. Well, listen to this. Let's hear them. <laughs> Perhaps no one here at Walt Disney World is more excited for today's solar eclipse, which is why they uh... posted about it, than the Magic Kingdom's resident lounge singer Sunny Eclipse. The biggest little star in the galaxy has been entertaining guests at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom Park since 1995. Guests can catch his 27-minute set of tunes and wisecracks multiple times a day while they dine. In honor of today's solar eclipse, here are five fun facts about our very own sunny eclipse. Look at how happy David is. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, did you know Sonny's instrument is called an astro organ? This out-of-the-world instrument he uses for accompaniment is a glowing keyboard-like creation called in Astro Oregon. Number two, his home, it should have been called a Dodger Oregon, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, his hometown is U Nork City on planet Zork. <laughs> I was just reading that. Sonny like <laughs> describes his hometown as a topsy turvy town where the subways are up and the streets are down. <laughs> Number three, Sonny's repertoire features only original songs. Repertoire. <laughs> you say that. I do love. That's my other favorite thing. Is they're all original songs. They. Sunny's set includes eight original songs, including Planetary Boogie, Bright Little Star, Space Angels, Gravity Blues, and more. Do you have more. this on DVD? I mean, uh, CD, rather? Uh, no, I don't. I like to keep him a treat. The songs were co-created <laughs> by Walt Disney Imagineering and composer George Wilkins, who had previously written and arranged music for the Food Rocks attraction at Epcot and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience pre-show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Number four, Sonny loves jokes. Sonny incorporates many jokes into his act. The cornier, the better. You know, I recently <laughs> heard the universe was expanding. Guess it's time to loosen the asteroid belt. And number five, Sonny has three backup singers. Sonny is backed by an invisible trio known as the Space Angels. 
You just blew his mind. I just found a page that has his entire script on it. Yeah. Well, what's funny is like all of those things come up in the show, but because I don't listen to the show a lot, mm-hmm. he's mentioning them, and I'm like, yeah, he mentions that. Oh, he mentions that. Oh, but I, they're not things that stick with me. Plus. A lot of the times that we go there, it's like lunchtime and it's very loud in there. So unless oh, you're sitting yeah. next to him, it's hard to really hear it all. It's more atmosphere. Anything else about Sonny? Oh, no, you've you've handled it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just soaking it all in now. Yeah. He's voiced by someone named Cal David. I just saw that. All right, Susie, what's your number one? Um. Okay, I'm going to go with the dragon underneath the Paris castle. Um, I've only seen it once and I did watch a video just to kind of revisit it, but it's always something that sticks out to me. And I think it was mainly because it was so unexpected. Um, and it's huge. Like it is this insane, you walk, you know, along a, a bridge and you go down this like dark tavern or cave or whatever. And there is all of a sudden this dragon and he is huge. Like I, I think like 80 feet is what I'm going to um, uh, like average it out to be because I think I read a few different like measurements <laughs> online but he's big like he's huge that I mean the castle there is huge but um and he is sleeping he's chained he's trapped under there and he's sleeping but when you walk under there he becomes interactive and he raises his head and he opens and his eyes open his his mouth opens and his eyes open and he like blows smoke and he like growls and it's it's awesome it's just really great um yeah and it, I mean, again, I only saw it once, but it was pretty impressive. And it's something I always think about. Hey. That's one of the things I'm always dying to see one day. Yeah. You know what's great about it, too, is it's been almost 11 years since we went and saw that. We, of course, we, here we are doing a podcast about Disney parks. But that was like before there were so many fan blogs to sort of just talk about the things that were at the parks. We didn't know. I yeah, knew there was, was so a Disneyland Paris. I don't even know if I knew know. there was a second park. So we we showed up and everything was news to us. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I even have on video where I read the sign in French. And I was like, I don't know what that says. And you <laughs> you say something like, there's a dragon in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what's over here? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, well, it's nice. just impressive. Do you guys have honorable mentions? I have a lot. Yeah, me too. I do too. <laughs> I'm just gonna list I off. Feel like you yeah, could we don't have, have to wax poetic ton. about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, let me just list off uh, the ones that came into my head that it was really hard to narrow it down. Of course, with Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, there's yeah. so many in there that I love, but these are the ones that I also thought of when narrowing down my top five. There's Bertha from the Jungle Cruise, yes. the elephant that's in, that's taking a bath. I had her There's as well. There's Trader Sam from the Jungle Cruise, Harold, the uh, abominable snowman from the mm. Matterhorn. If you asked me to do this list a year ago, the auctioneer would have been number one. But now that they've <laughs> sort of ruined his, uh, his voice and what he says, uh, he doesn't make my top five anymore. Visually, he still looks good. If you asked me to do this list... Uh, uh, 22 years ago that my number one would have been the guy on the barrels at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean voiced by Thurl Ravenscroft Uh, the Hatbox Ghost uh, 
April December, the painting that changes that's not that's no longer there mm. in the haunted mansion. Ezra, the tall, skinny hitchhiking ghost. Yeah. Um, the three-headed troll in Maelstrom. Yes. What if I made my list? This one was very close to making my list, and I thought for sure it was going to make yours list, David, but it didn't, I suppose. <laughs> but Father from Carousel of Progress. No. Uh, of course, I got to go with my Tower of Spinning Dancers from Great Movie Ride <laughs> from Footlight Parade. I love those girls. Uh, there's Shrunken Ned, the fortune-telling shrunken head in Adventureland. There's Fortune Red, the pirate fortune teller in New Orleans Square. Uh, the narrator of Spaceship Earth, the Jeremy Irons version. So I guess Jeremy Irons as himself. <laughs> um, for some reason, I really like the computer guy who's making the Apple computer in Spaceship Earth. Who's and, not Steve Jobs. <laughs> well, it's either him or the other guy. They don't, they Steve never, Wozniak. Yeah, they yeah. don't confirm which Steve it is. Uh, I do like the little boy whose back is to us. Selling papers? Yeah. Like, I don't know why his back is to us. He's just facing <laughs> a painted wall going, papers, papers. <laughs> Get your newspapers. And his voice, like his voice is better now. But when I first went on Spaceship Earth, it sounded like a 30-year-old doing a little boy impression. Which <laughs> I loved. <laughs> um and I gotta go with the giant watermelon from the land. Can you go, man? A watermelon that's that big. <laughs> a giant watermelon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I'd go with the Buddha's hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. Fruit you can find in the. Uh... What is this? A stand up hour? <laughs> <laughs> no. And um, the Maleficent dragon, of course, for Fantasmic. And the final one I have on my. Uh, honorable mentions is the pterodactyl from the Disney on Railroad that's looking right at you mm-hmm. when you go by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inthea, what are some of your honorable mentions? Um, Trixie, the Sunbonnet Trio, uh, Scary Teddy. Mm-hmm. From- oh, yeah, I, th- I thought that would make your top five. Well, it was really hard. I really wanted him in there, but I couldn't do it. Um, the Oogie Boogie with the symbols <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick the Oogie Boogie in the popcorn machine. I'm telling you, I made this is a slapdash (laughs) list, guys. It's it's really hard. I really didn't. I couldn't. You know, you have mental blocks sometimes. I couldn't. David kept going, well, what? Does this help? Does this help? Does this help? I was like, no. (laughs) It's hard. Um, The Sally animatronic. Um, Mary Blair. The Mary Blair tribute in It's a Small World. Um... The three-headed troll from Maelstrom, um, Tilly from the Main Street Cinema, mm. um, the giant treasure cat head with the moving eyes mm. that used to be in Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. um, Casey Junior Train. I love when he's talking about. I think I can. So, yeah. I think I can. Um, I also have the kid that's like choking the chicken on <laughs> It's a Small World in the Mexico oh, yeah. area. <laughs> he's like my favorite. Um, I know you never see her. We've never seen her, but I guess we will meet her very soon. But Rosita. Yeah. Um, I think that she's an integral character of of uh, of the Tiki Room. Because of the they, girls. They just really make a point to talk about her. Yep. And they just, it's one really, almost like a throwaway line, but you do, like, yeah. it's, just, it's so well, funny. You had said you had found some fan fiction. I wonder if they are going to rewrite some uh, stuff now. That would be... <laughs> She's going to be at the hideaway. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Um, Pele. 
Uh, and then, oh, um, Bertha and Murphy the dragon. Um, but then I do have... Um, Murphy being the phantasmic dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the singing orchids from um, the mm-hmm. Tiki Room. I really like when they hit those high notes <laughs> and they're just going to town. Um, but that's pretty much... I'm sure this list could just go on and on. Yeah. Um, it really lot, could. But uh, yeah, Demon. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot Father, too. Wow. Um, Thinking back, would he be in your top five? Uh, probably. I would have probably knocked out Mr. Winky, probably. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I have Stitch in the Tiki Room in Tokyo. Uh, I've got the troll in Sinbad's storybook uh, voyage, I think is what it's called. Um, uh, he's just a great big troll. I, it's such a wacky ride if you have no frame of reference. Um to experience <laughs> apparently it was much more surreal the original version yeah of it. i read that even the catchy song that alan Menken did didn't appear in the attraction yeah. until two years later yeah i watched a video of the original one somewhat recently hmm. it was good. um uh the lava monster also in tokyo uh disney sea and uh journey to the center of the earth uh rex from star tours the rx24 <laughs> uh pilot droid uh and uh the crocodile with the umbrella from uh, 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 small world. It's a small world. And the auctioneer. Those are my runners up. Those are good. Oh, I'd like to throw in Big Blue. Oh yeah, from Big Blue. Pirates. Um, pre-chicken sale is selling because <laughs> yes. uh, she was real happy when she was being sold. But now that she has to sell her chickens at Disneyland, she's very <laughs> upset. Um, and I don't appreciate how heartbroken she looks. Um, <laughs> at least keep her jolly and happy. Um, so I will go with original Big Blue. Hmm. Anything else that come to your mind, Susan? I mean, yeah. Now, like, and even now, I feel like it's going to hit me on, on the <laughs> drive home. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, I really did sort of put it um, together last minute, and I still feel like I'm sort of struggling. But hearing you guys, it, it definitely makes more sense. Because I did, like, I, th- I thought of a lot of the um, characters or animations or whatever uh, in Small World, like I thought of the hula girls and I thought of the uh, crocodile with the umbrella and Ogi always makes me happy mm-hmm. with his symbols. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like with all these honorable mentions and, and talking about it, we none of us said one of the most popular characters of Disneyland, which is the Big Thunder Goat. I uh, thought about him. I didn't think about the goat. I thought about the gophers. <laughs> Me too. Oh, oh, the little spinning possums. Yeah, possums. or possums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, possums. I was thinking of them. They're just there's so many. I mean, yeah, it really could be an endless list. And there really are so many, and it really could be an endless list. So if you have a top five that you love, let us know in the comments below. That's such a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding a little scooter. What are you talking about? <laughs> riding my Segway to Disney. <laughs> store. Yeah, going to the Disney store, huh? <laughs> so Have fun angry. going to the Glendale Galleria. <laughs> <laughs> the first Disney store. That's right. The first Disney. <laughs> it is the first Disney. It's not the first Disney. <laughs> Walt himself <laughs> walked in there. <laughs> Well, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about our favorite characters at Disneyland and Walt Disney World and all the other Disney parks. That's right. (laughs) 
You can follow Remain Seated Please on Instagram at Remain Seated Please, on Facebook at Remain Seated Please, or on Twitter at Remain Seated Pulse, PLS. And, Inthia, where can we find you? I think right now I'm in between vlogs, so you can also find me at Remain Seated Please. (laughs) (laughs) And, Susie, where can we find you? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at a little sprinkle of Disney. Very nice. And uh, be sure to rate and review on iTunes and let us know, like I said, your top five favorite Disney Park characters. And until next time, I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Susie. And I'm Anthea. <laughs> Bye-bye. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. Bye. See you at Disney. Schlong, everybody. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really People good. are going to show up at the Disney store and be like, where the hell is Susie? <laughs> <laughs>